Welcome back to Plus Ultra Anime. I'm Jordan. I am by myself again this week. I will be back with Natty on Monday. So she will be back here soon. Welcome to our Thursday night episode where we generally talk about the top 10 currently airing anime. Really, we just go through that really quick. And then we talk about the series that we're currently watching. So we're going to jump right into it here. And uh, starting with with number one, top top currently airing anime is Haikyuu, which I can't wait to get back to watching. I have taken a two-week hiatus from it just because me and Nancy are watching that together. And since she is out of town, we have taken a break from it. So I can't wait to get back into it because that series is awesome. And since it is currently airing, it is the number one. Number two is Chihaya Furu, season three, which has done really well. Number three is One Piece. Number four, My Hero Academia. Number five, Ace of Diamond. Number six is Keep Your Hands Off Aizoken, which is a fairly new series that just came out a couple couple weeks ago. Uh, Number seven is Detective Conan. Number eight is A Certain Scientific Railgun. Number nine, Seitokai Yakuin Domo. Number 10, Doluo Dalu, second season. Now, a lot of these have been in the top 10 for the past little bit, so there's not a whole lot of changes in there. But as always, if you are currently looking for something new to watch, these are generally a great place to start. They're in that top 10 for a reason. Uh, like I said, Haikyuu is really awesome. One Piece is always a good one that you can really sink your teeth into. My Hero Academia is a great series. And uh, Detective Conan's been around forever and so on and so forth. So anyways, if you're looking for a new series, those are definitely ones to to check out. Now we're going to jump into what we're currently watching. So as I've been saying the past couple weeks, uh, the Pokemon 2019 series that just came out, Pocket Monsters uh, with Go and Ash, I, I'm not totally caught up, but I did watch about three more episodes of it. And I did get up. So the first two episodes I watched weren't really anything special, just kind of your standard Pokemon episode. Nothing really that great. However, then you get to the episode 10, and that is where Ash, quote, catches Dragonite. So what happens in this episode? You know, this this is obviously a huge step for Ash, because this is the most rare Pokemon, as far as I can remember anyways, that Ash has captured. Dragonite is an awesome Pokemon. But anyways, they go they go out to, to, to see, basically. Go throws a Pokeball again, catches a, a Dugong. And this is this is one thing that I really do not like about this series. I feel like a big portion of it is nothing more than an advertisement for Pokemon Go because, I mean, at the same time when you play the games, it's really not that hard to catch Pokemon. But in in all the twenty years of watching Ash struggle to catch Pokemon, and then all of a sudden just making it so easy for Go to catch Pokemon, I don't like that aspect of the series. But I understand they are promoting. Pokemon Go. The Pokedex is very similar to the lineup on Pokemon Go. And anyways, in this episode, after wasting about 30 Pokeballs and not even battling it, Go catches a Dugong and it takes him out to sea. There is some sort of storm that happens. And when they come to, they have a bunch of Dragonite and a Dragonair staring over them on this random island, which, you know, was more than anything a myth. Like, people have heard about it, but no one has ever really been there. So, just ha- so happens that Ash and Go happen to land on this island. I will say this. One thing that I do think is pretty cool with this series 
is they have already showed several legendary Pokemon throughout the series. Uh, first episode was Mew, second episode was Lugia, and then they took kind of a little break from the legendaries. Um, number episode eight, I believe, or maybe it was nine. Yeah, uh, you see Ho-Oh. Ho-Oh makes kind of a little appearance. Nothing really much more than that. Um, and then, and now you got Dragonite. So I thought that was cool. Virtually, Ash is, uh, he ends up getting to keep a Dragonite because it's a Dragonair that saves him. And when it's, afterwards, it's trying to learn how to fly. Because I guess Dragonair can fly according to this the series. And maybe it can in the game. I don't remember ever using fly with the Dragonair. But anyways, um, Ash helps it learn how to fly. And then, of course, as he's helping it learn how to fly, Team Rocket shows up and they start trying to capture all the Dragonite. They actually end up getting one in a cage. And as they're about to get away with it, you know, Ash and Dragonair find it. And, of course, Dragonair has recently just learned how to fly. And so Ash tries to save the Dragonite. And one thing, I this is the other thing that I do think is actually really fun with this series is Team Rocket like calls for this vending machine and it drops down this vending machine and using Meowth's gold coin on his head they put it in like the coin twist the knob and then a rare Pokemon comes out and helps him in this episode it was a Waylord that came out and you know tried to stop Ash but then you know Ash gets almost blasted away but with the Dragonair but Dragonair decides to evolve and and save Ash basically and then him and Pikachu and Dragonite all together break the cage, free the Dragonite, and then Team Rocket blasts off as always. Now, with that, this is what's kind of dumb. Like, Ash has... It seems like half the Pokemon Ash ever gets, it's because he made friends with them first, and then they just say, hey, yeah, I want to join you kind of kind of thing, and throws a Pokeball and catches him. And that's exactly what happened with the Dragonite. The Dragonite appreciated, appreciated his help, and basically decided he wanted to go with him. So Ash threw a Pokeball and that was it. I mean, there was no battle for it, nothing like that. So I don't know. Like I do, I do really like this series and I do think it's good. You can watch the episodes on YouTube and that's where I have been watching them, but, um, they are subtitled if you do that. Uh, but it's, I don't know. It's, I would say it's not quite as good as the Indigo League, but it's definitely better than most any of the other seasons that I have watched, uh, at least to me, that's what I think. It's probably the second best. I really, I think, I, j- I just feel like the first one had, and it could have been because I was I was a kid when I watched it. But I just felt like the first one had more emotion into it, like more. There was just like some of the battles. I mean, I still to this day remember watching the the battle between Charizard and Magmar against Blaine. You know, in in um. Oh, Cinnabar on Cinnabar Island back in the day. I mean, I still remember watching that episode live on TV. And I mean, I just felt like the battles were more, more exciting. And I do like that this series is centering more around catching Pokemon than just battling. Cause you know, in the past it's all just been about battling. So it's kind of a fresh take at Pokemon, but, uh, I, there's just a few things that I don't, I don't like that much. I do prefer the battle to catch a Pokemon not just throwing a Pokeball and catching it. That is one thing I have not liked in the, even the new Pokemon games um, where you can just throw a Pokeball and, and you catch it. I think that's dumb. But anyways, great series. Definitely check it out. I think it's definitely worth it. And then with that being said, also on YouTube, as we've talked about in the past, they have Pokemon Twilight Wings 
which is a small series. Each episode is like six episodes or six minutes long, and they're only launching one episode per month. Um, they finally launched episode two. Um, the first episode we talked a little bit about was basically about a boy in a hospital who wanted, like, he dreamed of meeting virtually um, Leon, who was like kind of one of the big trainers in the, in the Galar region, like one of the main guys, one of the strongest trainers in the Galar region. So anyways, that was virtually what that whole episode centered around. The second episode, I actually enjoyed quite a bit more. This one was about a girl who is training with her Machop, her Machoke, and her Machamp. And her goal is all, is to beat Leon one day or to become equally as powerful. So like the very first scene, like a Rhydon pops out, but you know, in her first second of looking at it, she sees Leon and Charizard and it's not really them. It's just the Rhydon. So then she battles that and then she's just pushing herself to the absolute limit with her Pokemon and they're there to support her, all three, the Machop, Mach- the Machop, Machoke and Machamp. And, uh, and it's just kind of a fun, cool little episode just to, to see how the training happens in this. I really liked it. I thought it was good. I, I definitely liked it more than that first episode. But anyways, definitely check it out. Art's fantastic. Acting's good. I mean, it's it's a good series. It's too bad that they're only launching one every month, but I guess it gives us something to look forward to. So somewhere around March 17th, I imagine, is when we'll see. March 15th or so, we should see the next episode of that. But those are on YouTube as well. And those are actually designed specifically for YouTube. The other Pokemon series 2019 on YouTube is just some random schlub that went around and, you know, got the tra- got some subtitles for it and, and posted it on his, on, his, on his YouTube channel. But, it, you know, you got to do what you got to do to watch them. So, anyways, <laughs> I also watched a short little... So, this is a short little six-minute video on Crunchyroll. Um, I was just browsing through anime the other day, and I, I saw this little series called shelter at least i thought it was a series and once i looked at it it's only a one episode six minute thing excuse me and it was it was good the art was fantastic and i think the overall story and message behind it was good but to me the music absolutely killed it for me i thought the song that they picked for the for the majority of the video was just kind of out of place to me but virtually what this so it's called like i said it's called shelter uh, it's about a 17-year-old girl who virtually lives in a f- inside of a futuristic simulation, and using a tablet, she creates all kinds of different beautiful worlds and realities for herself. And in you know, in the end, she's like in this capsule in space, almost like a mindless drone, just kind of creating all these little virtual realities, virtual worlds. It was it was interesting. I th- I thought it was interesting. I thought it was. It was a cool series, but the music to me just did not fit with what I was watching. If this was like a long series, I would say don't check it out. But where it's just a f- six-minute thing, and uh, and I, it was pretty cool. I would say definitely look it up on on Crunchyroll, and then you know let me know what you think about the music. I thought it was a little out of place for what they had going on it. So, anyways, definitely want to check out. Uh, next on the list, I talked. I said that we were going to talk a little bit about Dragon Quest the movie on Netflix honestly I thought it was super boring I mean I would not even waste my time watching it like the best part like to me the part that was most enjoyable was in the first like minute when it was showing footage from the old school original video games I loved that other than that I hate the art style that they did in that and I just like no matter how much I wanted to like it I just couldn't 
So I know Dragon Quest is a very popular game, and I think it's cool that they made the movie for it, but it just was not for me, and I personally wouldn't recommend it. But if you are a fan of Dragon Quest, I imagine you will like it. Dragon Quest is a game that I've always wanted to play but never actually gotten around to, so maybe one day I'll get to it. Maybe one day we'll... You know, actually, I probably should have should have bought it and played that instead of God of War. But like I said on our Monday episode, God of War was amazing, even going through it the second time. Anyway, I know it's not anime, so we're just going to move on to the to the last last series that we that I've been watching. So, Galaxy Express 999 is a fantastic series that I have been watching. And if you've been listening to all of our episodes, um, you know, you know just what's happening and you may even be watching following along with me. So I finished the first season, which was about 45 episodes, and I started the second season. And I can honestly say the last episode of season one and the first episode of season two were absolutely phenomenal. Um, there's virtually these, uh, this, this Valkyrie that lives in space and she has her three daughters that always like hunt down, uh, you know, the 999 or the trains that are going, you know, flying through space and, uh, virtually kidnap kidnaps humans, takes them to some outer corner of space and the Valkyrie queen kills them. And virtually we find out that these, uh, her three daughters were actually just androids that she had created because her real three daughters were once killed by humans. And when they were killed, it was all just to save each other. You know, they all, they all virtually tried to save each other from one from another. And they were, um, cyborgs or people that became a cyborgs that ended up killing her daughters. And, you know, when in the very first episode, they talk about, on the very first episode of the series, they talk about how some cyborgs like to f- try and find poor people and kill them just for fun. And so I think they ended up becoming a victim to that. So the Valkyrie Queen is furious about it and killed as many humans as she possibly could and would take them out to space, just virtually uh, uh, beam them out. They're using Star Trek f- phrasing right there. Beam them out into space and then just let them die there. So, And then she said it gave her comfort to know that people were dying you know the same people that were kind of in charge of murdering her her daughters were out there dying so kind of a weird thing but at the same time you know Tetsuro being the guy who he is and they're traveling with some singer some guy whose dream was to become a singer and he actually sacrificed himself to save Tetsuro when she went to kill him and so you know with that act of kindness uh, from from Tetsuro's part or from the singer's part you know she let them go free now aside from that so i I mean that's just two episodes i watched maybe 10 or 15 episodes last eh, probably about 10 to 10 episodes or so last week and uh god it's it's a really good series it's a lot of fun um but one thing that i have been seeing is i've talked i talked a little bit about this last week is Matel, the one who gave tetsuro his his 999 pass to get on the on the on the galaxy express is such a mysterious character it's like i mean this is an old series so i could very easily get onto you or get onto uh google or wherever and and look up and find out what's going on or and find out who she really is but i i i enjoy the suspense of it but it is so tempting to get on and just see who she who she really is because she's sort of like Black Widow on the Avengers. She can do everything. She's unbeatable. She's like, she has like spy gear, and 
there's really no reason why she should be helping Tetsuro. I mean, t- she found Tetsuro in the first episode, almost frozen in the snow after his mom was killed. And then she went out and saved him and then offered him the, the 999 pass so that they could go on an adventure together. And then ever since, she has just, like, protected him almost as if she was his mother. So, and then on top of that, like, Tetsuro has been asking her certain, like, questions, like, about information about her and she says vague answers like oh you'll find out more later or i'll tell you another day or another time and so so it's become something a little more mysterious like i want to find out who she is and just why tetsuro has become so important to her you know what i mean so it's a great series and hopefully i don't know i don't know how far into it i need to get uh before we actually find out who Maytel really is but I am getting not quite halfway through this whole series, but I'm getting close. There's a total of 113 episodes, and I'm on about episode 46, I believe. So if you are watching and following along with me, this is a great series. You don't actually need to know. You really only pretty much need to know what happens in the first episode, and then you can actually skip around and watch whatever episode you want because not each episode follows right exactly right after another one like you don't necessarily need to know what happened in the last episode to know what's going on in this one uh except for a few and then generally when they are like that they'll say part one and part two on it but anyways i so far i definitely recommend checking this series out especially if you do like a good old retro anime this is definitely a good one to check out so anyways that's our episode for the week i will be we will be back on monday to talk some more anime me both me and Nancy together we'll be back so can't wait to see you then thanks again for all the listens we get um we have seen recent increases in numbers from people throughout the whole world especially in germany so thank you to all the listeners out there from germany thank you to all the ones here in the u.s that are coming back every week and listening and then also seeing a bunch of more listens from spain united kingdom um chile from quite a few places around the world so Really appreciate everyone that comes on and listens to us every week. Really appreciate the support. And thanks again, and we'll see you on Monday night. Have a good weekend.